When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jones! Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. Wednesday evening, the 26th of October in the UK. It'll be early morning in Australia. I wonder how those Irishmen are feeling after that brilliant defeat of England at the MCG. I'm just thinking back, actually, Simon, to that great epic encounter in Bangalore when, of course, Ireland beat England over the 50 overs. And I just remember the dressing rooms at the Bangalore ground resounding to these crazy Irish songs. And I remember Andrew Strauss, who was obviously the captain of of England in that that game, saying that he was sort of having to endure... (laughs) These Irish, you know, sort of jigs and jaunts and songs throughout the night when they were trying to pack up their gear and uh, rather in a rather demoralising way go home. I'm sure the MCG, though it was damp last night, uh, well, I mean, presumably the Irishman painted the town red. What do you think? Well, what a fantastic day for them. I mean, so in a way, you know, like a, a sort of miserable occasion weather-wise. You know, it was a grey, damp evening and, you know, the, the Afghanistan-New Zealand game was, was washed out. And I, But they were so good I, 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 in the match that was allowed by the weather. And who knows what would have happened if the game had played out. England were actually just beginning to get going. And, you know, 53 or 5.5 overs is certainly not unobtainable, especially with Livingston and, and Moen Ali at the crease. But in the cricket that we've seen, Ireland played really well and they outplayed England uh, in the in the batting and the bowling. Uh, Josh Butler said they outplay, they outplayed in all three departments. I'm not sure they outplayed England in the fielding because some of the Ireland's fielding catching wasn't particularly good again. Uh, they, they dropped two catches in one over. But in the bowling and the batting, yeah, re- really excellent. And... 
Uh, what a, what a chastening defeat for England. I mean, that really is a, a big. It's a massive blow to their chances of of winning this T Twenty World Cup. It, it really is. And if they lose to Australia, we've we've done the arithmetic. It's actually quite hard to see how England can qualify. Uh, you know, with with the p- potential results elsewhere. Although what we've seen so far in this tournament, you can't guarantee anything. Mm. And, uh, of course, that's the game coming up on Friday at the MCG, the same venue, England against Australia. Both teams at the moment on two points with one win and one defeat. So it is a sort of a four-pointer, isn't it, that game in a way. Uh, But it's interesting, isn't it, watching England play a team like Ireland. And they they haven't had a good record against them generally, have they? If you think back to that 2011 World Cup defeat in Bangalore, the, the, the rather lame performance against Ireland in their test match at Lords two or three years ago, where England sort of scraped home in the end. But, you know, they were absolutely terrible in the first innings. And here in this game, it was odd kind of um, sort of reversal of, of roles and, and methods. England, who seemed a bit t- tentative against Afghanistan, still not quite fluent when they batted uh, in this game. And, and Ireland just fearless, mm. taking on Mark Wood, taking on Chris Wokes, smacking them all over the place, 100 after 10 overs for one wicket. Fantastic. They should have got more runs, actually. Yeah, they should have done. In- England really dragged it back. I and mean, at one stage, it looked like they were going to be chasing 180, 190. I was, I was watching it and I was thinking, you know, when, when Ireland had played the power play just afterwards, you thought, I thought England are going to lose this game. If they're not careful, they're, they're going to lose this match. Ireland are going to get 180, something like that, 190. They, they were on the way to that. And that is going to be really tough. You know, there's not much room for, uh, you know, mistakes when, you, when you're chasing that sort of total. As it was, England did get it back to, to 157. I, I, to me, the game was won and lost in the power plays. Uh, Ireland's power play was excellent. Was it 59 for one after six overs? England's was... Execrable. I mean, lamentable. I think they hit one four in the power play, uh, and Ireland was just all over them in 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 their power play. Excellent from the Irish top order, and unfortunately, you know, Chris Wokes had one of those days to forget. He's had a few bad days overseas in t- Test cricket, and this was a a really bad day for him in in T20. And there was a, there was one point where you got hit for four down the leg side, or I think it might have even been six actually. Camera focused on him, and you, you know that familiar sort of. He's a lovely man, Chris Wokes, but that sort of slightly angry with himself, frustrated shake of the head that he sometimes gives. It's just like a little flick of the head. And you could just sense what he was going through, that he just knew it wasn't working for him. And you, know, you look at his figures, and in a way, you know, they were the difference between the, the two sides, ultimately. Uh, you, three overs, no mains. Well, you wouldn't expect a maiden necessarily, naught for 41. And yet the other seamers... You know, pretty good. And Ireland seamers were excellent, especially with the new ball. And I don't know where England go from here, really. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can win a World Cup by losing a game like this, can you? Not, I mean, you, in theory they could, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, such, it's, it's such a setback to them. Yeah, it is a setback. The thing is, with T20 in particular, there, there are such fine margins, aren't there? And sometimes in these sorts of games... You look at little moments and you sort of see whether they go your way or the opposition's way. And there was that moment when uh, Paul Sterling had a big hack and off Mark Wood, the first ball that Wood bowled, and it flew to Sam Curran, who was a well-positioned, at a very short third man, sorry, fine third man. And he took a brilliant, well, he made a brilliant attempt to save the, the six as it flew over his shoulder. He sort of flicked it back. Mm. 
But he just touched the rope mm. as he was in contact with the ball. So it was given as a six. And a foot either way, a foot shorter, and that would have been a straightforward catch. And soon after that, he did take the catch at short third man, but or, or deep fine third man. But it was sort of one of those indications that just things weren't, didn't go England's way today. And um, Australia, Ireland absolutely seized the opportunity. They, I just love the way they saw the ball moving around. So they thought, right, well, we're not going to kind of push and poke here. We'll, we'll take a bit of a risk. And they backed away and sliced it over the covers and that puts the bowler off. You know, you put the bowlers under pressure. These pitches at the moment are quite helpful for faster bowlers. And there's a chance that someone like Chris Wokes could run through you. So you have got to be a bit proactive. And the Irish were just superb at what they did and how they how they made the most of quite difficult conditions. Yeah, they stayed leg side of the ball, didn't they? And England bowled quite short at them as well. And they, yeah, you're right, they were cutting and carving and it, and it worked out for them. And, and that power play ultimately was decisive. I mean, one, one thing you said there, Yoz, is that you know, whether things go for you. Whether, I mean, something did go for England, didn't it? When, uh, when Tucker was run out by Rashid uh, at the non-striker's end, Rashid diving away to his right-hand side, ball driven back, and Rashid just, it just flicked his fingers on the way to the, to the stumps. And actually, that was the start of England's fight back in the field. And after that, Ireland really subsided. But it, I think it, what it showed you, what happened afterwards, showed you that if England had got it right with the new ball, if they bowl a decent length... Uh, and use the conditions, then they might have really limited Ireland in the way that they limited Afghanistan in the first game. And then, that, you know, then they that total would have been, you know, it would have been 120, something like that, say. But it happened, it, so that fight back happened too late and they were able to, to scramble together 157. And you know what I, I said? I thought that Ireland going to win this game when they were just past the power play, still scoring freely. Uh, when they got when they got those first couple of weeks, when they got Stokes out, I thought... I, I, Thought that England are going to lose this match. It looked England just were playing with so little conviction with their batting, and and what Ireland did were able to do was they they swung the ball, they got the ball to nip, and it was bouncing as well. It was really hard. It looked really hard to score. And England, that, that that phrase is a bit of a cliche, isn't it? Like rabbit in headlights, and that that's what they looked a bit like. And they looked a bit stunned actually. They looked like a team who thought. This is going to happen. They, they seem to lack a bit of conviction, mm. a lack a bit of belief that they they could make something happen. Mm. And it was only when Mo and Ali came in, really, that you suddenly thought, you know, Mo came in and he played with some freedom, and he thought, I'm not having any of this. I'm going, you know, and he, and he and he was just beginning to really get going when the the rain came down and halted England's run chase. Who, as I say, who knows what would have happened? Everything that happened before the rain suggested it was going to be Ireland's game. But we know, you know, we saw India the other day score 48 of the last three overs. Everything suggested that day it was going to be uh, Pakistan's match and it, it wasn't to be. But there we go. The, the, the rain came and England were were just short. They were only five runs away. You know, another ball, my gone for six. You know, who you know, it would have been England just ahead. It's again, it's those, those fine, fine margins. margins. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the rain came just in the nick of time for for Ireland. But I think this is a different Ireland, isn't it, from the one that we've seen in the past? I think that you know, the Irish sort of game plan in the olden days was fairly sort of swashbuckling with the bat and niggardly nagging seamers with the ball fairly military medium not much mm. pace but actually the attack uh, of, of Josh Little Barry McCarthy Fian Hand who bowled that delivery to 
Ben Stokes bowling between, through the gate, you know, actually have a bit of pace mm. and uh, and a bit of zest about their bowling. And there's some Little, really definitely. Good, good technique, actually, from their bowling as well. Great mm. seam positions and the ball actually swinging and things. So the old-fashioned idea of the Irish players playing on what I used to call... Uh, Wickets that looked like dried Weetabix. One of the favourite grounds they used to use was Clontarf in Dublin. And it really, the ball just basically sort of stopped and seemed a tiny bit. It was a horrible pitch to, to bat on. And they prospered on a pitch like that with little nagging medium paces. But I think now they've got get a better one or two better pitches and one or two better bowlers. And they they don't need someone like Timmy Murter anymore because they've got people with a bit of pace and a bit of conviction, and a bit of you know, a bit of bravado, really. And obviously, someone like Paul Sterling is is top class. Andy Balburnie as well. Those two guys are in the, the high class league, so they're not quite as much of a pushover as a side as as they would have been five years ago, really. I was really impressed with uh, with Josh Little with the new ball. I mean, he looks a real handful. Left arm pace, aggression. And England really struggled with that new ball. They got it. They got it to zip around. You know, I guess that you know the conditions in Melbourne. You know, it was a sort of dank, overcast sort of late afternoon. Obviously, the lights were on. New white ball, and it they they looked a real handful. And you, you were thinking, you know, where are the runs coming from from here? This is what this is why I was thinking. You know, pretty early on in that England innings, they're going to lose this. They're not going to get these one fifty eight. They they needed to win. There has been some comment, yours, about the fact that. Um, rain was around, yeah. They, you know, it must have been on the radar because obviously, you know, it came and it, it washed out the Afghanistan, uh, New Zealand game later. Whether England could have gone a bit harder, um, you know, really, really pushed for it uh, earlier. I mean, I, you know, watching it, I thought it looked difficult. It looked hard to take it on, and you know, actually, Butler did take it on, and Hales did take it on early, but both perished, and England was suddenly two down for for not many struggling to score and so you felt you know they, they it sort of felt as if they had to try to rebuild a little bit and you you never you know you never quite know when the rain's going to come do you it's, you know when it's threatening like that what, what what do you do it's such a hard situation to be in where you've always got to be ahead of of Duckworth Lewis when sometimes you do need to just regroup a bit and then you know try to really press the accelerator later on as Moen you know was was attempting to do. I suppose you don't expect to get into the situation that England did. They weren't expecting to lose five wickets and have Moen Ali and Livingston suddenly getting getting together with the rain starting to fall. You Actually, it's not easy at the MCG to see what the weather's doing either, even during the day, because they're such high stands. You know, whereas at some grounds, well, a lot of English grounds, you can see the storm coming in the distance, a way off. But somewhere like the MCG, it was, it was raining in the city, but... In the MCG, you couldn't tell whether it was going to rain in a few minutes. So I sort of, I suppose I feel a bit sorry for England. But at the moment, it's funny, isn't it? That they look so good against Pakistan and Australia in the in the warm up games, and now it's the the real business. It they just look a little bit uncertain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They did. I, I thought that's it. They did. They did look uncertain. They looked tentative. They looked suddenly. This is a. This is a. You know, this is not going right for us. It should be going better for us. And and there was a bit of that in the Afghanistan match as well the other day, where you know they were only chasing hundred, just over a hundred, and they rather stumbled towards victory. They looked, they seemed to have a lack of a bit of conviction. I thought there were times when 
they could have one thing Ireland did well and teams have done quite well at the at the MCG is is get twos and there were times when the spinner was on I remember there was I think there was one over where they were banging it right out to, out towards the boundary presumably sort of looking for fours but I wonder whether they could just be a bit smarter nudge nudge the ball into a gap come back for two build the over like that because they were getting lots of singles at a time when they needed a little bit more than that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And the, the other thing I, I felt today is, um, and it's sort of been apparent in Australia so far, it's looked quite daunting for Harry Brook. Um, you know, he was, it was a quite a big moment for him today, under pressure. And then eventually, you know, they suddenly decided they got to play some big shots and then bang, out towards deep mid-wicket out and, you know, on his way. But, you know, we think he's a talented player and, you know, you, you, you're going to have some lows in your career, aren't you? Especially, you know, in those big, big pressure games, perhaps when you're younger, some days it's going to go for you. And, but today, yeah. today you just couldn't quite come to terms with it. No, and, and I, I just think it's about reading the conditions and also being really clear about where you're going to score your boundaries. And the, the, the MCG square boundaries are very big. And the straight boundaries are not too bad and for, for a, a decent striker. And he did hit one nice off drive over the top. But you could watch someone like Moen Ali, how he went about it. He decided that he was going to go straight, especially against the spinner. Hit straight down the ground, much shorter. And he hit that, that area quite successfully. But you try and pull the ball off the back foot for six over deep mid-wicket at the MCG when there's a little bit of extra bounce and the pitch is a bit too paced. It's not a very not a very good percentage shot. You'd be better off, you know, paddling it for two and, and coming back and keeping your wicket intact. It's hard, you know, timing those ones and hitting them, what, 85 metres over the boundary for six. You know, you've got to get it exactly right. It's not like the postage stamp pitches of the UAE or India or even some English grounds, actually, where you can just chip it for six. You've got to hit it cleanly on those square boundaries. So I just think England have got to be a bit smarter, actually, about how they play at the MCG. And of course, they've got the next game there. So maybe they will be a bit smarter. Yeah, Brooke was caught off Dockrell out at deep mid-wicket. And on some grounds, it would have been six. It was a big hit, but, you know, it was cow corner on the MCG. It's, it's a long hit out there. And Delaney actually helped... Finally, Ireland holding on to one in that over because there was all sorts yeah. of Fred Carnos uh, going on with with two catches uh, dropped. What about D David Milan? He's a we, we, we mentioned him before on the on the podcast. He's a curious player. He doesn't look like a sort of T20 natural, and today he certainly didn't, and he didn't in the last game either against Afghanistan. He, he sort of when he's 
when he's struggling, it looks really painful, doesn't it? Uh, from almost more than any other player. Although, having said that, Jason Roy had a bit of that in the, in the summer where it wasn't uh, going for him. It, I think when Milan has a day like he has today and, and in the last game, he he, do, he just doesn't look a T20 player at all. He, you think, you know, what's he doing in the side? But we know, you know, we've, we've seen his record. He's, he's come out and produced some excellent innings for England. Not, not least, um, well, one in Australia already, one in... Um, but in Pakistan at the back end of the series as well. He's sort of, he's sort of very, very, very up and down, isn't he, really? He's sort of mm. One thing and then an extreme and then something else. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's hard to, to put your finger on why. Again, he's one of these players who does like the, the shorter square boundaries. He likes playing that the pick-up shot and the pull and the cut. He's not quite so good at going down the ground uh, and hitting straight, he can hit straight, of course, but he likes the, the sitting on the back foot and riding the bounce, and and obviously that he hits that fantastic sort of um, pick up shot over deep mid wicket. But it's a long way at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Yeah, and is Melbourne again on on Friday evening? I wonder whether I don't know that England's two games so far they've been a bit a bit flat. And they played two games in massive stadiums with hardly anybody in there, and it's the World Cup. I want, I don't know I, whether it's just been hard for them to, I don't know, get themselves up. I don't know. I, it, I, I'm, I'm tr- what I'm trying to do, I think, is, is find a reason. Find an excuse. Well, not not, yeah. not an excuse. I suppose it's a reason. Right. I mean, and, mm. and well played to Ireland. You know, they took England on in that power play, and they bowled really well with a new ball, and those two power plays uh, settled the game. And they, you know, they they controlled what cricket. We saw, even though England, you know, who knows what would have happened if the game had played out. I'm just looking, trying to find a reason why England just looked so sort of lacklustre today. Mark Wood saying at the halfway stage, you know, we haven't bowled particularly well. We, you know, we've not been at our best. Um, and that, you know, that can happen. Uh, and they did uh, drag it back a bit. But again, they're sort of Afghanistan, the same thing. It, it, just, it didn't look like the, uh, the England T20 side of late, although, of course, they have had a really poor year in T20. They've lost series after series after series. And they, you know, they are perhaps a, a, a few bowlers short. Um, but it, what, you know, what a ch- what a chastening day uh, for them today. Unexpected. You no, know, will Ireland win another game? Uh, you know, they, they might. Oh, well, it's going to give them confidence. This isn't it. Why? Why wouldn't they? They they could easily beat one of the other. They could beat Afghanistan, for instance. Why? Why yeah, wouldn't they? They might. Be, they, yeah. they might struggle against the spinners. But I've, I've forgotten where they're playing them. But you know, it's. It's it's kind of uh, they, they, they found a formula against the quicker bowlers, so that works well. Uh, it's just a question of now whether someone like Afghanistan spinners get into them and they lose a little bit of heart and a little bit of fluency. But their bowling is much better actually than Irish bowling of, of the past. Yeah. I'd say they're playing Afghanistan before the England game on on Friday at the MCG. So it's it's the MCG again uh, for Ireland. And I, you know, right, and so England will be the England Australia game will be the second game on that pitch. Yeah, interesting, and you know it might well do a bit then. Yeah, and if the weather relents as well, that's the other thing. I mean, we've had we saw the South Africa game against Zimbabwe that was a no result as well. And you know, my dark horses for the competition, South Africa, were winning that game, and then you know they've so they've dropped a, a point they would have ex, you know expected to pick up beating. Zimbabwe, they're well on the way. When they did, Cock was smacking it here, there, and everywhere. It's, it, I, I mean, T Twenty is unsatisfactory when when it rains. Let, let, let's face it. If, if you don't get a full game in, it's, it's unsatisfactory. Twenty overs. I know we've got the hundred, but twenty overs is about what you want to be playing. You don't really want to be playing much less than that, do you? And once 
when you get interruptions, uh, then it, it does make it, uh, yeah, not not that satisfactory. Of course, the, the one of the problems here is, and it well, it kept on raining and raining anyway. But they they but the early part of the game was knocked off as well by rain, so they they they'd reached their sort of the maximum limit they could sort of hang on for. So the game had to be called off, and with the Afghanistan New Zealand game in theory uh, afterwards. Well, I mean, what 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 reason can you give for what's happened to England? Is it is it just T Twenty? Is sort of unpredictable, and if one side goes for it on the day, has a you know has a day out, not anybody can beat anybody because you know I, I can't imagine the one of the weaker sides in the world is going to you know beat one of the test playing nations. But at sort of this level, is, is it as simple as that, or or is there or England, have England got some problems there? Well, I think they. I suppose if you think about it, let's let's look at their team from the World Cup, you know, the winning World Cup team. No Bairstow, no no Roy. Well, obviously Roy left out for form. Bairstow left out for injury. Yeah. No Morgan. Stokes is in a different position. He's higher up the order, and so far he hasn't fired. He hasn't uh, had a decent score. So that top order, Hales obviously has a, a good pedigree as an opener in T20, but he hasn't played real high-class internationals. For, a, for, for He hasn't played knockout-type no. international cricket for quite a while. He's played... As you said in one of your early uh, earlier podcasts, he's played those those league basis where you know there's a bit more freedom where you, you can afford a, a few bad performances. So, uh, Butler obviously is a is a genius who hasn't quite got going yet. So, I, I guess it's just that they haven't quite found their their mojo yet, have they? Uh, they played very well in Pakistan, but they. they you know that was. I mean, Pakistan were not that good a side, and the pitch was nice to bat on. And you know, even that. Well, that series was close, wasn't it? England only won it right at the end. So, yeah, I, I think they just haven't quite not knocked it all together yet. Uh, I suppose, and I, I can't think of anything better than that. I think their fielding is brilliant, but they haven't quite found the batting, the the, the roles and the trust in each other yet. And and Morgan not there as captain now, Butler having to do everything, open the batting, keep wicket, captain. It's tough mm. for him. So there's a, there's a few possible reasons, but, but they could all be completely silenced if England go in and smack Australia for two hundred on Friday. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think England particularly like playing T Twenty cricket or white ball cricket on these type of pitches, do they? Where there's a bit of zip and a bit of bounce and a, a bit of movement. I think that might be one issue. They like to be able to still stand and deliver a bit and tee off and play their shots. And the pitches in Pakistan, I think, help them. Having said that, of course, uh, they went to Australia and won two T Twenty matches and won the series against Australia. So you know that so that uh, goes against that a bit. Uh, perhaps you know in the bowling department, not. It's not their powerhouse, is it? Their, their batting is their strength, and their bowling today let them down a bit, and then their batting equally you know, let them down a bit. Ben Stokes, uh, you know, he, he struggled with the bat. I think it's it's fair to say he got a good old he got a good ball though, didn't he? From fee on hand, people say well he might have been a bit loose, but actually in T Twenty you are sort of looking to be a bit looser, aren't you? You, know, you are looking to open up a bit and and. Is it, and not you're not expecting the ball to swing through the gate in the fourth or fifth no, over, are you? It, yeah, it sort of came back in, pitched on, came back in. Yeah, Lo- lovely, lovely delivery. It's all you know. It's it's, it's one of those balls that fee on hand. Well, you you know you you might have it. Lost, but ball you bowled to Viv Richards or or whatever. One of the you know one of the greats. It got him out. Well, um, and you you probably just remember that ball 
uh, for the rest of your life. But I think he he definitely will. It's a lovely, it's a superb delivery. I did actually bowl one to Alvin Kalitaran yeah, once. There you are. You exactly see? that that sort of ball. There you are. Um, and he he's a, he was only about five foot one, so you couldn't get anywhere near it. But it doesn't happen too often, so, uh, even to the best bowlers. Yeah. See, there we are. So you remember it, what, 35 years later or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Fionn Han, he'll be telling that story in about yeah 40 years' time because it was, it was a fantastic uh, piece of bowling. So England-Australia, it, it feels as if, I mean, just looking at the group, it feels as if whoever loses that match um, is, is going to struggle to make the... The semi-finals. Of course, there is another ingredient to that. Is it might be a no result, and that would that would then spice it. You know, because of the rain, it might spice it up even more if there were. You know, if that were to to happen again. Um, but I don't know. Perhaps the seventy thousand expected at the MCG. Well, that will rouse England from their their torpor. But yeah, big houses in Pakistan, but they full crowds in Pakistan. You know, that, that that series had a sort of intensity and a buzz about it. I don't know whether players you know feed off that and and you know no, normally with t20 you know the crowd is there isn't it yours whereas in these in these two yeah, games there've been hardly anyone this, there yeah and obviously because the, the two opposition teams hadn't got many of their own supporters and obviously not many england supporters no. either so it, it's it's a bit of an empty stadium isn't it it's a bit of an echoey sort of environment and guess you know it's funny isn't it it, it one of the, the great successes of the IPL and the big bash and all that is that it gets players used to the big noise and the tension of T20. And now suddenly they've got anything but tension and noise. They've got empty stadiums. So that might be something psychologically that's just in- inhibiting them slightly. Yeah. Well, we, we've tried we're to... We're clutching, aren't we? We're clutching. Well, no, we, I think... Well, we're not, I mean, I'm not making excuses for England. And they didn't make any excuses. Butler was really honest afterwards. You know, it was a really... We, we expected to win this game. It was not good enough. And I think he's right as well. It, it damn well wasn't good enough. I mean, it was, a, it was a really, really poor performance. And it's, in, you know, it's endangered their whole uh, campaign in a really, you know, unexpected way. They, they probably ought to beat Australia... New Zealand and Sri Lanka now, or certainly not lose any of those games if there's more rain around, and then it all, who knows, it all thrown up in the air, isn't it? And net run rate comes into it, all sorts of things. But yeah. do you know why it's really important that England play well in the next couple of games? Go on. Because, <laughs> well, because, big news, the film that I've been working on for about three years, the documentary of England's triumphant 2019 World mm. Cup win, is now finally coming out. Oh, great. On the 5th of November. Uh, and we might even play a couple of clips from it next week in one of our podcasts, if we're allowed to. But the film itself is on the Sky Sports, Sky Cricket, Sky Documentaries from the 5th of November, timed particularly because you felt England would be crescendoing to the semi-finals of, of the World T20 and you could recap the, the, the memorable day in uh, 2019 when England held the trophy aloft, the World Cup trophy, and that might even give them a bit of a lift going into the semi-finals. But if they don't make it to the semi-finals, the documentary's wasted. Well, there'll always be that day. It's a bit like Fee on hand. You'll always have that delivery to, to, to think back to. The 5th of November, England play Sri Lanka. That's their last group match. Well, the day, the day that your documentary comes out uh, could be the day that England's departure from this T20 World Cup is confirmed. But there's not all, hope is all, not all lost for England yet because they, if they win three games, uh, then they might well be fine.
Anyway, we'll find out what happens. MCG, it's always, oh yeah, England, Australia, 70,000 people, Friday night, Melbourne Cricket Ground. Uh, I think it's fair to say there'll be a bit of focus on that match on Friday, yours. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I don't even care what the result is, really. It's just a great event. Of course, I want to win, but I, I mean, it's just one of those things that just puts the hairs on the back of standing on end. Okay, well, we'll um, we'll be back with you uh, later in the week to to round up uh, the the latest action in this T Twenty World Cup and wonder whether uh, England or Australia can rise them. So Australia just getting over the line in their match against uh, Sri Lanka. They looked to be struggling as well at one point. You suddenly thought Sri Lanka were going to take them down as well, but Stoinis was absolutely sensational. England needed a bit of that sort of hitting. Uh, today at the MCG. Anyway, looking forward to it on Friday. Uh, we'll be back to speak to you again fairly shortly. Bye-bye for now. And well played Ireland as well. Congratulations to them. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.